Good morning, everybody. It's writer Carlton Holden coming to you guys with my latest podcast episode. Uh, today's episode is about two two men who are in the news every day, and we're talking about the uh, presidential candidates Donald Trump and Joe Biden. On today's episode, I want to talk about the best advice that I ever got from Donald Trump and Joe Biden. The advice I got from Donald Trump was in writing. And the advice I got from Joe Biden happened to be when I was in undergrad school at Georgetown University and he came to speak. And I never forgot his advice nor the advice of Donald Trump. I apply both of their pieces of advice to this day. I find them to be golden pieces of advice uh, that we can all use. And we go ahead and jump in. Now, let's start with Donald Trump. Uh, I was reading his book. It was either The Art of the Deal or How to Get Rich. And he simply said, find a need and fill it when it comes to ways of making money. Now, I apply this when it comes to coming up, coming up with ideas for my books, the themes, the genres, and even the languages that I have them translated into. For example, um, dog fighting in my book, Stand Up on a Leash, I find it to be something that people need to know about. It's something that goes on um, in all over the, the, the country and the world, um, which is why I decided to write it. All the themes that I pick when I write my books, I'm writing from a place of passion and deep, profound interest, something that will keep my interest for the long haul. Uh, baby selling, well, that was a Niger baby. Uh, some people call it baby farming. Um, and in baby farming, what happens is uh, young Nigerians or young ladies anywhere are tricked into thinking that they are going to be hired for a certain job, but they end up being forced to uh, be impregnated and their babies are sold. Um, in some cases, they get a cut of the money. In other cases, they receive nothing and they're just slaves selling the babies uh, another idea that I ended up coming up with that I found would be selling and it does sell is my book trust issues which is a collection of short stories some people like short reads and so which is how that idea uh, to write the book trust issues a collection of short stories came about um, I wanted to feel that need and giving people short reads um, also, my book, Brush Up on Your German. You know, a lot of people want to learn German. And so I decided to utilize uh, my experience. And I wrote Brush Up on Your German, the grammar book, and also Brush Up on Your German, uh, the workbook. In German, you say Poliert euer Deutsch auf. And then uh, the workbook is the Übungsbuch. Uh, also, stalking. And in my book, Soot, uh, that's where you'll read about stalking. And in this case, a man is being stalked. You know, sometimes we think only, only women get stalked, but it happens to men also. So I decided to feel that need of talking about the male perspective. Uh, my main character, Earl Caesar, is a teacher. And his main, his uh, personal trainer ends up stalking him and making his life uh, 
miserable. And so I find it to be quite interesting and I'm grateful that uh, I've gotten a five-star review uh, for that book, as well as my previous book that I just mentioned, uh, Brush Up in German, uh, as well as uh, Stand Up on a Leash. Uh, I'm so I'm so grateful and just uh, just blessed to have had all three of those books get five-star ratings uh, because uh, I feel in part that I applied Donald Trump's advice and found a need and filled it when it came to picking those particular themes and genres uh, for those books. And the next couple things here I have are the human trafficking that you'll find in When Leaves Cry. Uh, That book is set in South Africa. Uh, A lot of people may not know about human trafficking, but uh, in doing this book, I learned quite a a great deal about the extent of human trafficking in the world um, and how we need to be aware. Uh, I found that uh, people are becoming more savvy and they're also being trained in how to identify human trafficking victims. I remember reading an article about the airline industry and stewardesses uh, being trained to identify uh, young victims of human trafficking. For example, if you see a much older man with a younger, uh, like a teenager, and she has little to no luggage, uh, that's usually a um, telltale sign that she may be a victim of human trafficking. Um, I found out just in my own area uh, here in Augusta, Georgia, uh, in particular, Parallel to what happens in When Leaves Cry uh, in South Africa when there's a big soccer event um, that we uh, talk about. It was actually if I, actually in Brazil that we were talking about, my co-author and I, uh, it was a soccer event uh, that happened where, you know, they, they had girls uh, working the streets. And... It often happens here in Augusta when we have the Masters Golf Tournament. Uh, Those type of of events bring a lot of people into town and some of them want female company and that may mean that they hire um, a sex worker uh, even if they are underage. Um, So I brought attention to that in When Leaves Cry. Now my book, uh, The Substitute Teaching Guide called Sub, A Brief Guide to Staying Above Water in the Classroom Well, that draws upon my experience as a substitute teacher um, uh, a few years ago. And, you know, many substitute teachers come into a classroom uh, green and inexperienced. And they are looking for ways to keep a class under control. And uh, I found that uh, in my years as a substitute teacher, you get overwhelmed. Uh, You see some behaviors that are strange, that are new to you. Uh, that are just mind-boggling, and stops just uh, makes you feel as if make you feel as if you just have no idea how to manage it. So that was my uh, that gave birth to uh, that particular book on my behalf, and so I was able to again draw upon my experience and uh, whip out that short guide uh, to help substitute teachers. And that that book has made me. Uh, some some money there so I appreciate that and again it goes back to finding that need and filling it uh, people like knowing how
how to solve problems. And I was able to solve that particular problem for those who are substitute educators. Uh, also, uh, audiobooks. I have that particular book, the sub book. It's, it's also on Audible and iTunes. Again, some people like to listen to books versus reading them. So that was, again, a need that I was able to fulfill uh, by having that recorded. Also have some other audio books in the works, and I will be sure to uh, put those out and let make sure you guys are aware uh, that they are out so that you can purchase them uh, at your convenience. Um, also, for those who don't know, uh, besides writing, uh, I've also uh, come up with a German assessment. That's on a site called Udemy.com. And people can actually take my German aptitude test. It has two uh, particular tests to make up that one course, as, as, as it were. And people can uh, test their German. And I, you know, I found this site. And people are, again, looking for ways to uh, learn something new and sharpen their skills and also test what they know. I, I'm a person who likes taking tests and, and uh, challenging myself. And so I figured, look, if I'm that way, then I'm sure other other people are that way as well. So I decided to fulfill that need and come up with that 77 question uh, German assessment that you can find on Udemy. That itself has sold for me as well. And I am so grateful. I'm also involved in affiliate marketing and this podcast. Uh, Affiliate marketing, for those who don't know what that involves, is you share links uh, for people who sell particular products. Uh, books, uh, courses, and so forth. And that you have a big need for that. People need help in getting their the word out about their particular products. And so I got I got on board with that. And this this podcast uh, brings me a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment. You know, people are looking for uh, again solutions. Uh, they like being entertained at the same time. And my podcast. Uh, is a way of doing that. You know, I get to share uh, my experiences as a writer and as a human being, my observations, and at the same time, uh, educate and enlighten, uh, which is my hope, uh, my listeners. You know, I enjoy uh, enlightening and contributing to uh, the betterment of other people because, again, sometimes we just lack the information, we lack the insight, and if whatever I've experienced, whatever I know can help somebody, I'm grateful and pleased uh, to play a part in that by utilizing my podcast here. Now, that was what I learned from Donald Trump, finding a need and filling it. Now, with Joe Biden, I learned this advice in person. Uh, again, he came to Georgetown when I was in undergrad and he was giving a speech this was when he was a senator um, and he was talking about his upbringing and he said that his parents told him this you're no better than anyone but no one is better than you either now I paraphrased that but I for some reason that piece of advice stuck in my head all my life I, I, I just I, I kept that in mind whenever I dealt with anyone I, I think because um, 
I did have somewhat of an inferiority complex when dealing with other people in my past. When I was younger, um, very I was a very shy person, uh, painfully shy uh, when I was in middle school, for example. Um, but that piece of advice, you're no better than anyone, but no one is better than you either. That teaches you humility. And as a writer and as a person, um, that helps me a great deal. Because uh, no matter how many books I write, uh, I'm still a human being. I'm no better than anybody. What I've done, other people can do and do more of. Do more of. They can do it better. Uh, so having that piece of advice from Biden keeps me humble. Uh, it gives me a balanced view of other people um, versus just being an undo all and putting them on a pedestal or even putting them down. You know, it, keep, it helps me to see again that some people are better than I am. They're stronger than I am. They're smarter than I am, more talented than I am. So uh, in certain ways, you know, but that still at the same time makes them no better than me, no, no more valuable than I am, which is the whole point of that piece of advice. It helps me to be poised. It helps all of us to be poised when we remember that, you know, nobody at the end of the day is better than us in inherently. You know, again, they may have talents that we that we lack and so forth. But at the end of the day, we're all people. We all have the same value uh, and worth. Um, and when we know that we are less socially awkward, you know, we can uh, we avoid kissing up to people, which people can see through whether it's a supervisor or another individual. Uh, if we are kissing up and just showering them with praise and, uh, you know, always thinking that they're perfect, uh, having this false sense of, of reality and blowing their heads up, that can put people off. But if we understand that, again, they're no better than we are. We're all still people. Uh, I remember even uh, reading a, the, auto, the autobiography um, of a tennis star. And, you know, he just thought, he just said that, you know, he just was put off when people just looked at him all googly eyed and, again, just treated him as if he were not a regular person. And so uh, that goes back to, again, even celebrities, you know, want to be treated as real, regular people. You know, they themselves feel like regular people. Um, and when we have that knowledge, uh, I know, again, in writing, it helps me to pay attention to human flaws, you know, and seeing my characters in, as flawed individuals. And that makes my books more interesting. My characters are more relatable and entertaining if they have flaws. You know, if I always wrote about characters who did everything right, who didn't, uh, who weren't greedy or uh, who didn't sell babies or fight dogs or didn't stalk or sell human beings, if they didn't do those types of things, I doubt I would sell books. If everything were going right and smooth, uh, nobody would pick my books up. I'm sure of that. People like to see trouble, conflict, and with individuals, we like to deal with people who are down to earth, regular individuals, you know, who have flaws, 
you know, it, it can be a bit jarring and uncomfortable to be around people who just seem perfect. Everything is right. Uh, they never make seem to make mistakes. That can be uncomfortable to to deal with. In particular, too, when they act as if they never do anything wrong, or so forth. But yeah, those are some the the best two pieces of advice that I got from Donald Trump and Joe Biden. With Donald Trump again, he said, "Find a need and fill it," and that has helped me uh, to make money and you know vary my my work. I have some works that are translated into Spanish, French, uh, Portuguese, even, and also German. Uh, filling the need of my audience who are non-English speaking uh, as well as coming up with different ways of selling myself and packaging uh, different ideas to sell Uh, with Joe Biden again his piece of advice that he got from his parents that he related to me as an undergrad you're no better than anyone but no one is better than you either so to recap I would sum it up this way. The advice that I got from Donald Trump and Joe Biden taught me a smart, expanded view of the world and of people. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I enjoyed talking about it. Uh, I will keep you guys in my thoughts and prayers. And I thank you so much for reading, reading and purchasing my books, listening to my podcast and supporting me. Uh, It means the world to me. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of the day. You can catch me again on Amazon uh, around the world when, if you want to purchase my books. And Google me if you want to see some of my other products like my German assessment on Udemy. And uh, yes, that's all. You guys have a great rest of the day. This is Ryder Carlton Holden signing off. Bye-bye.